0: Hi folks, it's Woody G. Hey, listen, I am sitting in a coffee shop right now and I realized I hadn't set up my episode for this week. So here it is. It's going to be a repost. Uh, It's Beg for Mercy and I hope you like it. children, and welcome to my chamber. My name is Rotherick Gustblood, and I'm your host of Tales from the Dark Chamber. This week, we have a great show for you, Tales to Make Your Skin Crawl. Each week, my chambermate and I read a scary tale that we found on the internet or perhaps left under some corpse. Either way, we think you're going to like it, and we're just dying for you to hear it. So sit right back, light a candle, and let's have a goo. So, folks, today is a momentous day, and I wish to thank all of you for listening. Right, Rothrick? Oh, absolutely. We always treasure our listeners and thank them all for being the best part of this podcast. Yeah, we have listeners from all parts of the U.S., especially Washington State. You guys rock. As well, from the U.K., Ireland, India, Spain, Australia, heck, even Russia and Nepal, Over 800 plays. Do you suppose the Dalai Lama listens to our show, would he? (laughs) I have no idea, Ricky. But if he did, it would be some powerful karma, eh? Oh, it certainly would. Speaking of locations, I know you're from the UK, but you never told us exactly where. I never have? Well, it's a beautiful area of England called Gru Mid-Devon. It's on the Devon Cornwall Peninsula, near Exeter. Oh, wow. Sounds lovely. And you're from? North Carolina. Family's been there since the 1600s. Hmm. I might know some of your family. <laughs> um, I doubt that. Anyhow, to mark this momentous occasion, I would like to offer to read and record a story for one of our listeners for free. So send us your best story to talesfromthedarkchamber at gmail.com. I'll pick one, and we'll record it. Make sure it's about 1,100 words. If you're unsure, you can find a word counter online. So, as usual, something reminds you of our story. Does it tonight? Mm, No, but it does happen to do with having voices in your head. Rothrick, do you ever get voices in your head? Don't answer that. I hear you would. Anyway... It's a story here called Beg for Mercy. Enjoy. Beg for Mercy by Kulana Luana. They're going to kill me. I know they will. Ever since Algie left for an early retirement, I haven't touched anything on my plate. I haven't eaten in several days because I'm highly suspicious that they place a high end drug in the food. I'm not paranoid, honestly but some of the other patients have become despondent and unresponsive to my input and somewhat weak attempted conversation. <coughs> Nobody talks to me anymore. And since all I do is lie here in and play dead, no one bothers to harass me. I originally came here because of my fascination with death. I wondered what it would be like to die. So many people want to take their life and I simply want to know what all the hype is about. I'm not stupid. I know people do it as a way out. They don't want death. They just want an exit. They want a form of escape. I've been escaping all my life. They ask, why are you running, Mercy? I tell them, I never run. I only walk briskly out of bad situations. And my life has been full of bad situations. I came here seeking asylum, but now this asylum has become my prison. I was only looking for a second opinion. When the voices came, they called me crazy. The voices and the pretty red stains on the floor. They bled, they bled, their screams poured out and their tears came flooding out. They tried to wash the blood away, but it just kept coming back. They scrubbed the evidence till their hands were raw, but nothing could erase the stain of memory they left behind, spoke the voice which sounded strangely to come straight from the bathroom sink. At first I thought I was delirious from the lack of food and sunlight. I was just stir-crazy. It was the stress, and it was going to my head. I needed some rest. I could see my hand blacken slightly underneath the cheap fluorescent lights above me. I'm really losing it. I could see a vein-like strand of darkness snake its way up my arm. My hand slightly twitched, and my fingernails became a dark purple hue. The nails were sharp as knives. I had to fight this. I needed to snap out of this. This wasn't real, I kept telling myself. It just kept happening, no matter how much I doubted it. These episodes were getting worse. Each episode was more intense than the last, and each episode seemed to last a little bit longer. Then the voices started forming faces, faces of clowns. If you've ever seen a horror movie where the clown showed up out of nowhere, I've probably seen every single one. The voices began singing to me at first. The voice wasn't particularly pretty to listen to, but I enjoyed hearing its harsh, eerie tones. He sang a clown song. Other times, he sung nursery rhymes in a falsetto voice. He had many names. At first, he called himself Mervo. Mervo isn't real. Mervo is purely fictional. So I know you can't be Mervit. Who are you really? I challenged him. I am whoever you wish me to be. Fair enough, but why Mervo? Rumor has it that you like clowns. Oh, so you're trying to lure me away to your underground home. Who said anything about luring you away? All I'm doing is talking to you. Yes, just like all the other voices in my head. Oh, trust me. I I could could do do much much more than talk to you. The voice became unnaturally low. I looked up from the sink and instead of seeing my face, I saw a painted white face with wet blood red lips, prominent front teeth, and a prominent forehead. I could see intricate streaks of red drawn down underneath his eyes. See, I'm Mervo. No, you're not. Do you think I'm stupid? He looked rather disappointed that I wasn't impressed with his new disguise. Balloon? A gray-frilled arm shot out from the mirror. What the hell would I do with a balloon? Do I look like a child to you? No, of course. But what matters is in your heart. It's so tiny, so pure, so untouched and raw and beautiful. I almost wish I could touch it. I could see the saliva slide from his bottom lip. Don't you have some children to attend to? No children down here, just me and my balloons. Unless, of course, you want to join me. I won't mind the company, and it's ever so lonely down here. Oh, cry me a river. I already have, only it wasn't for you. I'm drowning in my tears, tears for all the children Tears for all the eyes that went dim. Tears for all the faces that were stolen and voices that were locked away. Tears for all my buried friends. No one hears their teardrops, but I hear them and I bottle them away. I save their tears to remember their names. Their hearts were pure and innocent as a lamb. They came without fear in hope of finding eternal life, but instead all they found was death. You probably were responsible for luring those children to their deaths, right? A child is a gift. To steal a gift is quite a nasty crime. Enough with the old English and poetry. All you are is a sad little clown with a creepy smile. You don't scare me. Besides, I like clowns, remember? Indeed. Indeed. Clowns are your friends, aren't they? Yes, I know. Do you think you could be my friend, Mercy? For what price? There is no price for friendship. All I want is your company. Nothing more. I'm not buying it. What's the catch? There's no catch. Just give me a smile and I shall be content. I have no reason to smile. I've given that all up. Oh, come on. Just give me one teensy-weensy smile. You know how to smile, don't you? Have you forgotten? I know it's been so long since you had a happy moment in your life. I want you to be happy forever. And all time. He tilted his head so far to the side I could hear his bones crack under the strain. Does that hurt your neck to do that? His sinister grin dropped to a serious expression. Not in the slightest.
1: I don't feel a thing.
0: I wish I knew how to do that. Not feel anything. You just want to be numb little zombie like the rest of the world. Just a dead robot obeying orders all day and night. Be an individual, they tell you, but then strip you of every single imperfection until you're nothing more than a plastic toy. Be grateful you can feel things. You don't want to end up like the rest of... Everybody that came here. Do you? Why? What happened to them? Oh, they were told they would get better. They were promised freedom and relief from their inner troubles and sorrows. They were told they would receive a new kind of medication. Were they given the new drug? Oh yes, they did eventually, but not in the way they expected.
1: The medication had a terrible, terrible side effect.
0: One that they use to their advantage. What was it? I mean, what was the side effect? Complete apathy. There is no fear, no pain, no emotion, no depression. Just complete emptiness. Empty thoughts, empty mind, empty heart. Evidently, that makes people very, very easy to control. How is it administered? And who is this they you speak of? The people that are in charge of this establishment. The scientists who created the drug. They want your complete surrender. No, I'm not being controlled by anyone. What is it? In the food? Microchips under the skin? Brain implants? Lobotomy? You're just a ridiculous fantasy I've made up in my head. You're a joke, you know that. No mercy. I think you'll find… it's your life that's a joke, not me. I may look funny to you, but I'm actually… being quite serious. Just because I'm a clown, doesn't mean that I'm always clowning around. Just wait, and you'll see them go, one by one. Just leave me alone, you're probably the reason I'm here in the first place. Suit yourself,
1: never smile.
0: Never play, never laugh,
1: never live again.
0: The image of him faded from the mirror, and I was left with my own reflection. My hair was the same color of pearls, and my eyes were the color of amber, but today they appeared a hot metallic yellow. They were just like his, I realized. Just like that creepy clown. I could feel my hand tingling again. The black was coming back again. I'm hallucinating, aren't I? Beg for Mercy by Kulana Luana. Well, folks, that's our story tonight. Rothrick and I hope you enjoyed it. We sure had a great time bringing it to you, and we really appreciate you listening. Tune in next week when we bring you another chilling tale from the dark chamber. And just a note. If you're an aspiring author and you want your story read here on Tales from the Dark Chamber, send us a note at talesfromthedarkchamber at gmail.com. If it creeps Rotherick out enough, we'll air it. And subscribe to our podcast for notification of our next new episode, or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Tales from the Dark Chamber, and follow us on Instagram or Twitter. If you want your story read for your own use, or you just want to have it, check out my website at woodygvoiceover.net. You can order there, or you can find me on Upwork as Woody G. And again, thank you for listening tonight.